Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Joy Impacts Makers Award. We hear from some beneficiaries of his interventions as well as some of his community members. We have business... Uh, World News Showbiz and Sports coming up this afternoon. Please stay for details. Ghana Armed Forces has launched an operation to rid the country's border communities of suspected terrorists, some of whom have disguised themselves as nomadic headsmen. The operation is also to ensure illegal immigrants and others living unlawfully in the country are sent back to their countries. In an interview with Joy News, Deputy Defense Minister Kofi Amankwamene said so far over 20,000 persons have been repatriated to their countries, with more expected in the coming days. What's happening is that uh, neighboring countries, Burkina, uh, Burkina Faso, Togo, and then Cote d'Ivoire are conducting uh, some security operations, you know, to deal with the issue of um, terrorism groups. And so most people are sitting here in Ghana. So we have a lot of people coming into Ghana. And uh, our intelligence is that some of these armed groupings, you know, terrorists, uh, uh, um, persons have disguised themselves into headsmen, into illegal immigrants, and all that, you know, trying to uh, come into our country. And so the various records have been cut to deal with the situation. And the Ghana Armed Forces uh, is also assessing the various uh, records, you know, along our, our borders to deal with the situation. So basically, we are acting on intelligence and trying to do that. Obviously, a new uh, intelligence, you know, uh, indicates that you are a terrorist or you belong to any terrorist group. We cannot allow you to be in this country. So basically, we're trying as much as possible to respect the movement and then to make sure that we do proper screening to really know who is coming to this country. Basically, that is all the objective. I mean, under the circumstances, it will be difficult to even tell how many we're going to have today or tomorrow because they are coming in groups. And so it will be difficult to put a figure to, to how many people are coming in. But, you know, some of them, this figure is really conservative because you have some not going to professionals to come to uh, this country. Others are using, you know, unapproved um, routes. But these are the ones we, we, we've been able to capture, approximately. That is the number. And uh, I think a lot more will come. But we are trying to do our best to make sure that we, we, we have proper screening and then we do that, which is right for the security of our. 
General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Kodia, is cautioning all 10 flag bearer aspirants to be measured and exercise decorum in their campaigns. According to him, the party has a bigger task ahead to break the eight which he believes could be affected by their actions and inactions. His comments uh, follows the release of the vetting committee's report which has cleared all 10 aspirants to contest the flag bearership race. He spoke to my colleague Samuel Mbura. Yesterday, the steering committee of our party, which is mandated with the day-to-day management of the party, looked at the recommendation, except to say that the steering committee is not clothed with the power to vary or accept the recommendation by the virtual committee, but rather to pass it on to the national council, which has the authority to either accept or reject the recommendation by the Virtual Committee. That has been to fair the recommendation by the Virtual Committee. All the 10 personalities who appeared before the Virtual Committee, in the words of the Virtual Committee, are eligible to contest the party's uh, presidential plans. The recommendation by the Virtual Committee is not binding on National, national Council is the that the voting committee did have and nothing stopped the national council from buying the recommendation of the voting committee well uh, buying any unforeseen circumstances or uh, activities happening i'm very sure the the number will be more than five so certainly there will be uh, a special delegate college for that one i'm very sure the process has not ended we have a bigger tax ahead of us in 2024 to become the first political party to have won election on three consecutive occasions, which means that their actions and inactions, their utterances should be measured to reflect the unity that we need in the party to also make the reconciliation after the election very easy for all of us. So my word of advice to all of them and their supporters is to be measured in their chances and also to have the party's interest first at heart before any other interest comes in. So it is important that we all work together as a party to ensure that everyone's uh, statement or everyone's campaign is in the corrupt. It also shows a challenge to us as national party. Our duty as referees is to make sure that the processes leading to the elections are also free, fair, transparent, and also peaceful. It also makes it easy for everyone. Well, one of the aspirants, uh, uh, who is also former Minister for Regional Cooperation and Trades and Industry in the Eswa Kofu administration, Dr. Kofi Kunedu Apreku, told Joy News about how he felt sidelined by his good friend and brother, the President Ekofuado, in the formation of his government, despite promises he will get a ministerial appointment. Speaking on PM Express with Evans Mensa, Dr. Apreku talked about a perceived betrayal by a team he trusted so much to have his expertise for the advancement of Ghana's development. A perceived betrayal by a team he trusted so much to harness his expertise for the advancement of Ghana's development. Than 200 to reach more than 205.4 billion, 5.4 billion Ghana cities. Ghana cities. 
by the end of this year by the end of this year with with two line items just two line items just two line two line items accounting for items accounting for more than more than 47 percent 47 percent of the of the estimated amount now interest estimated amount now interest payment payment on lo on loans will be, will be the most the most expensive line line item item this year with, with a project project value of, of 52.6 Ghana Ghana CDs. Followed followed by a comp by a compensation for employees, include including wages and salaries of these of workers workers amounting to some some for 44.999 billion Ghanaian Ghana CDs. Interest, uh, interest payment payment on loans for for this year here is, is forty six point eight percent of of tax tax revenue. Thirty six point five five percent of percent of projected revenue. And and thirty thirty one point three billion Ghana cities will be will be spent on domestic interest interest payment. And and the other twenty other two one point two two billion billion on extend external payment payment combined buying now now three one point three three billion billion Ghana CDs will be spent spent on domestic interest payment payment and the other twenty one point and the other twenty one point three billion on on external now payment. Now combine project projected interest payment on loan on loans, which is about five point point two billion dollars less. It's almost two highs that is the three three billion dollars package from the IMF. We steadily, you know, that you know that twenties and twenties into one debt and debt reports reports released these by the fine by the finance and ministry, and total and total extended now now debt service service and including principal paper payment payment interest payment and, and charges charges between in twenty eighteen and and amount to to nine billion dollars. Now external now in in the period and under review you cost the state state on on average two two point four point four billion dollars every year year. Ghana spends about about one one point seven here, and the last one that I did not have any position, I worked very hard with him. I went to everywhere that I could go, but I was not offered any position. located that they wanted the record of court proceedings to ascertain it, uh, to determine whether it is accurate, even before uh, they proceed to allow for the trial to continue. So that was the concern they raised. And the judge said I was only fair that all sides have the record of proceedings. So the case has been adjourned to July 25 for those proceedings to be made available to all sides. Joseph Akable is our court correspondent with updates on the Puni case. Let's get on to the streets of 
Kumasi in the Ashanti region because they roam the streets in the day. They make a living at lorry terminals and they pass the night under bridges and open spaces. At Asafo, one of the biggest lorry terminals in Kumasi, the menace of streetism continues to be a threat to society. And the space under the Asafo interchange is home to scores of people, mostly children who are often at the risk of sexual abuse. They are either chased out by domestic violence, drug and alcohol abuse, death of a parent, family breakdown and other social economic factors. Mafia is heavily pregnant. She sleeps under the Asafo interchange despite the unfavorable weather. She became a commercial sex worker after the death of both parents. She cannot track her external family because she was born on the street. She already has one child who has been adopted due to poor parenting. Mathia says life on the street is difficult, but she has no option than to resume her sex for money business after delivery. We have no helper. We are always gallivanting on the streets. My parents are divorced. Right now, I have two children. I don't work. At first, I was a sex worker, but I'm unable to do that now. Yet, I have plans of going back to it. I plead with the authorities to come to my aid. Others share similar experiences. I have lost both parents. My extended family have left me to my fate. At night, I hit the streets and engage in sex work to get money for food. I had a fight with a friend, so I rushed out of home to sleep here. I came here around 2015. I only load goods to survive. I sleep under the overhead. There are so many thieves here. They rob me all the time. I would be glad if I could go back to where I used to work, at least to survive. <laughs> These children living on the street want the government to assist them start apprenticeship.
Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Moto Gender activist Ikuya Efriye supports the children with food and clothing. They are looking up to the government to help get them out of the street. If we don't get the children off the streets, they are the same ones who will turn armed robbers and terrorize us. Evil thoughts will fill their minds and they will commit crimes without conscience. The females will turn sex workers and be impregnated. He's a farmer engaging the services of persons with disabilities with the hope to give them opportunities to improve their livelihood through their work on the farms. He also uses proceeds from that farm to give educational scholarships to some children in his community. He's been able to establish a bakery to support his staff and community. And guess what? He also established a solar lamp manufacturing unit to provide free solar lamps to persons living in island communities in the Adan enclave of the Greater Accra region. These interventions, among others, won him the 2023 Joy News Impact Maker Award of the Year. In the following piece, we'll bring an up close with Isaac Ajaoto after he was adjudged the overall winner at the maiden edition of the Joy News Impact Makers Awards held in Accra last month. Adar East is one of the 29 districts within the Greater Accra region. It is situated in the eastern part of the region. Adar is well noted for its annual Asafotufian festival. The people of Adar are predominantly fisher folks and farmers. Unemployment is high within the district. Isaac Ajauto is a lab technician and a native of Adar. He has been working hard to change the narrative by helping his people with his widow's might. He has an NGO called Farm for Livelihood Association, the active by helping his people with his widow's might. He has an NGO called Farm for Livelihood Association, the farm.
Hi everyone, this afternoon on the marketplace, an international monetary fund mission expected in town this week to track the progress of Ghana's program. I'm happy. Now more people, many people are seeing what we are doing and then people are ready to support and they want to come in to help. So we are happy, we are grateful, we thank um, Joy News and Multimedia Group for... By so this morning, then you went to the farm, uh, the, thing that, the, the thing that I want to I want to in the farm. So, so he's a helpful man in our Adam for community. Just like Mr. Jauto mentioned, Joshua is not the only disabled beneficiary. Abraham is all other disabled beneficiaries benefiting from Mr. Jauto's benevolence. Bobe, Isaac Ajauto. Bobe. he wanted to add mobile money business to this, but currently the family business expenses are so high, so we don't get enough support so that we can establish him with the mobile money. So he always tells me if we need the help, or people can come on board to support so that he can also establish a mobile money business in addition to the airtime that he is selling. And then the card, also get some card, airtime card that he can add to that he will be selling. So he needs support. The Farm for Livelihood Association has made several strides in the Adra East District, including the education sector. So what we do this time is we provide side-room tables for the children to pay for their exam fees and any basic thing that they need to go to school. That's where the Farm for School is. And currently in school, there are some of the children that are also support in the community. Some friends and family members of Mr. Ajauto who has known him and his works for years could not be left out in sharing their stories to join us. He's actually been a blessing to the community. And in this community, I die here, in fact, employment is very difficult. And actually, students complete, and because of lack of employment, they engage themselves into all kinds of vices which are not actually good. We are pleading that it involves a lot of money. There are times he's in short, short of money, and some of us used to call us, but at times it's not always that we also have. Mr. Jalto has been doing so many things for this community. You know, because we don't have, we are not on the national grid, don't have light. He normally surprised the, uh, surprised the school children with uh, solar lamps, which help them to study. So, what has, what has these awards been to you? Um, I'm very much happy that I won this award, and uh, not only me, but for the community. We are so happy, and uh, people are happy, everybody in the house are happy, and then uh, the communities, they are all excited. So we are very much happy winning this award. KNUST scientists have predicted Ghana's greenhouse gas emission is expected to double by 2030. The study led by Dr. Ian Adam Sukama Nyuyam of the Department of Petroleum Engineering was arrived at, uh, arrived at this conclusion based on recent findings. As a country, we 
need to fight climate change. And climate change is driven by greenhouse gas emission. Um, we as a country, we have made it up to fight climate change. And climate change is driven by greenhouse gas emission. Um, we as a country, we have made it up. And we are competing globally. Uh, as one of the presenters mentioned. By the year 2030, which is a very good ambition. Now, if we decide that we want to reduce emission, first of all, we need to know the emission rate of our country. We need to, and we've done the prediction from 2016 to 2030. And based on the study, actually, if we are going by our current trajectory, our emission is not going to go down by 15% uh, by the year 2030, but rather it's going to more than double by the year 2030. So that was what this research was all about. Then another finding that we made was that most of our emission that is coming from the energy sector is coming um, from the transportation um, that is driving off cars and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, the reasons are that most of us use cars. I think as a country, you either have a car or at least you are aiming to buy one. Um, and also, most of our cars are pretty old. We, we, even as a person, I'm using a used car. Every one of most people in Ghana drive used cars. And these cars are not fuel efficient. So they tend to emit more uh, greenhouse gases into the environment. So one uh, solution that we propose is mass transportation. Now, you may propose, uh, for example, electric vehicles. But how many people in Ghana can afford electric vehicles? Do we even have the power to be able to power these cars around? You know, you may propose maybe solar vehicles. That is more realistic. But even that, uh, to what extent can we be able to get this within uh, this time space of, let's say, 2023 to 2030? We will not be able to get that. But we can, we can begin to build infrastructure for mass transportation. We can travel by train. Okay, the government is trying to develop that. So we can invest in these areas, and it will help us to reduce emission. Another area we can go is to blend our fuel. Instead of using just the fossil fuels, we can go into biofuels, which we have technology in this institution to, to produce, and then we blend it with uh, the fossil fuels, and that will reduce emission uh, as well. So these are some of the areas that um, we have looked at. Welcome live on Join News today. We are coming to you from our studios in Kokomimi. Let's take a break. When we return, we'll bring you the very latest from the world of business. You will enjoy free life insurance, oh. free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole seven, oh. and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. Vimwo, this EcoBank salary account sounds interesting. Oh. What do you think? Uh, 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 yeah. But maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I do go shine my shoe. Hey. Yo, myself, I do go check my BP. We're going up, never go down, and we stay flat. Hey. 
Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm, that's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. But it's further, it's spoiled. That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Good afternoon, welcome to the business segment on Joy News today with me, Pius Kojobaka. Government statistician Professor Samuel has challenged policymakers to take a critical look at factors contributing to the increase of food inflation. Food inflation has consistently seen an increase of 20 percentage points compared to non-food inflation. Speaking to journalists after announcing the inflation rate for June 2023, which increased marginally to 42.5% compared to the 42.2% recorded in May, Professor Enim said that prices of common staples such as vegetables continue to record an increase over the period. Aggregating the rate of inflation for the month of June 2023 into two broad components, that is locally produced items and imported items, and also from a food and a non-food perspective, food inflation for the month of June 2023 stood at 54.2% relative to non-food inflation, 53.4%. This signifies about a more than 20 percentage point difference between food and non-food inflation for the month of June 2023. We keep on recording a widening of the gap between food and non-food inflation in the last three months. On a month-on-month basis, we also record a 1.3 percentage point between food inflation and non-food inflation, with food inflation June 2023 standing at 3.9% and non-food inflation month-on-month 2.6%. We continue to see the dominance of imported items in the, in the consumer price index and rate of inflation. Imported items for the month of June 2023 stood at 44.5% relative to locally produced items, 35.9%, indicating about a 9.0 percentage point difference between imported items and locally produced items. We do disaggregation at the 13 division level, keeping in mind the national inflation figure. We identified five divisions that recorded rates higher than the national figure. This was led by personal care, social protection, and miscellaneous goods and services, recording an inflation. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este 
comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Bigger of 55.1%, which was about 13 percentage points higher than the national inflation rate of 42.5%. Moving on to some other stories, as the finance minister prepares to present the media budget this month, more business associations have appealed to government to seize the opportunity to reduce high taxes affecting private sector growth. The latest to join uh, the call is the Chamber of Young Entrepreneurs, which has called for a reduction in taxes. Speaking to Joy Business ahead of the media budget review, Chief Executive of the Chamber of Young Entrepreneurs, Sharif Ghali, explained that many SMEs have struggled to stay afloat after uh, the upward review of some taxes in the 2023 fiscal year. Go to our market, go to the SMEs run. How many of them are even scaling up with all the support we are giving them? So we need to be realistic with all the support. And aside that, I think that going forward, I would want to see a lot of release. I know there are plans to review our taxes because of the with all the support. And aside that, I think that going forward, I would want to see a lot of release. I know there are plans to review our taxes because of the that, uh, and urging that this shouldn't be one of the news that will vaporize into team air. I mean, within the twinkle of an eye. And but that said. Uh, it's, it's an excellent news. Um, it's, a, it's an excellent starting point. We just hope to, we just stand by and watch how things will pan out. Um, 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 it's indeed Tor needs a lot of investment. I mean, we have delayed, but never uh, better late than never. Um, refinery is an important entity in every economic setup, um, especially now tradition where we have. I mean, we we, we depend about almost 100% importation, and you can you you clearly know how that impacts our local currency. Um, you know, so having a refinery is a need-based, uh, you know, policy intervention. You know, that will cascade overall into your entire economy. And I can tell you, um, um, Daryl, on authority, that at this moment in time, all struggle to even take service guides to train. Nobody can do internship. I mean, internship is uh, internship is struggling. Internship students are not getting opportunity. You know, service students are not getting opportunity. And even those who get opportunity, the machines are just as idle as the human beings, uh, you know, which is so unfortunate. And though the guys in Tor are very industrious, they then need to be given the chance to let the refinery run. You know, so yes, that news is an excellent news. And and, and I just hope that um, 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 the president, I mean, take this, take the bull by the horn and get this refinery back to business. And I think it will inure to the benefit of the entire economy. In reviewing uh, such contracts, how do you protect the interests of the Ghanaian people so that we are not shortchanged? Yeah, so um, a contract of this sort, I mean, we have the infrastructure. Um, what is needed is just the capital, uh, the, the capital investment to be able to... Pay. Already we are struggling. And you see, we have little to do when it comes to what government also want to do to meet up their revenue target. But I'm telling you what I said. If we should continue in this tangent, we'll continue. everyone is expected to go by this directive in either not to incur the wrath of the gods. If you are a stranger passing through the town with your dogs, you allow to go. But to stay in this town with your dogs, the village folks will kill them. 
As for me, I would have preferred to keep dogs because they can be used for security at home and hunting. But our elders are insisting we go by the instructions of the gods. We can't do anything about it. The deity led this town from its inception, and that is what it dislikes. fearless journalism that is what we stand for duty bearers and citizens know that they'll be asked the hard questions to bring out the truth that is what we expect of us it is this commitment to tell truth to power that sets us apart because we will hold the feet of leadership to the heat of accountability my name is Evans Mensah and this is News. fearless independent and credible To the heights that they were, that is in the 80s and 90s, will build a robust of buoyancy in the Chinese economy. Other than that, and as we speak now, the Chinese economy, if you look at the manufacturing data um, for the last few months and even in recent weeks, it is not proving that promising. I mean, it was making headlines elsewhere. A man has been shot dead during protests in Kenyan town of Emily, some hundred kilometers from the capital Nairobi, according to multiple reports in local media. The Kilometers from the capital Nairobi, according to multiple reports in local media. Information ahead of African Border Day on Wednesday, National Coordinator Major General Emmanuel Koti has.
Thank you for staying with us. This is the sport. I'm Gary Alsman. The Ghana Football Association, as we speak, is announcing the launch of the National Football Philosophy, which they say will depict Ghana's football DNA. It will be the style with which Ghana football will be known, and it's a document that captures Ghana's style of play as well as coaching. It's ongoing at the Africa Trade House Conference Room, and my colleague Fento Tahiru Fento is there, joins us on the phone. Fento, good afternoon. Yes, Gary. Yes, we are seeing pictures on our screen. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, basically the launch of the Ghana football philosophy, as you rightly said. GFA uh, president, Kessel Kresko, has described it as the biggest gift to Ghana football. It's a document that basically outlines the way footballers will be developed in Ghana. It's supposed to guide coaches in how to start. Um, coaching our players all the way from the under seven level to the senior national team level. And to do this, the GSA say that they are going to create players all the way from the under seven level to the senior national team level. And to do this, the GSA say that they are going to create on the implementation of the ITLOS ruling. And we've had fruitful discussions while players at the very basic level at under 7, under 9, under 8, all the way to under 23. One of the things that they've identified, according to Ben Ali Pech, Didi Germani, Yusuf Bazigi, Parkwesi, Fabian, all of them are here. He's taking us to a PowerPoint presentation on what is required at each level, uh, under 7, what they should be teaching, under 9, what they should be teaching, under 4, what they should be teaching, under 15, and it's not just tactics, there's a technical aspect there is a tactical aspect, there's a psychological aspect of it, as well as a physical aspect of it. And all of these, they say, should be incorporated into the teaching. We have not yet had opportunities to ask questions, and the presentation itself is not over yet. And so we will be looking forward to finding out how they intend to train coaches to be adequately prepared to implement these policies. And obviously the clear challenge of how... Uh, given that a lot of the talents that come to come from the club, how they intend to embed these in the Ghana Premier League club, uh, who have been mandated to start youth teams across the country. So um, that presentation is currently ongoing still. Ben Hallefert is taking us through some PowerPoint presentations. But basically, he highlighted what the problems were, uh, what our potential solutions are, and that's the document he's taking us through right now um, with people very clearly watching and all right Fento Tahiru for the joy sports team and he's at the venue of the launch of the Ghana football philosophy he'll be bringing us more reports later that's it for the sport carrier Smith here showbiz is next
But there was a time I decided I have to stop the music. A story of that unique place that gives them a vibe. It's a spiritual moment for me whenever I have to record music because whenever the place is dark, I feel I'm in the studio alone, even without the producer. Excellence, special skills, talent, and mastery. Welcome to E Vibes with Becky on the channel. Time now for showbiz and VGMA Gospel Artist of the Year PCSI is promising patrons at an unforgettable night in God's presence at the YMEA concert happening on July 29 at the Dominion Centre in London. Speaking to Joy Entertainment's Becky PCSI also revealed what she will do if she catches her husband cheating on her. In fact, um, me, that is my opinion. Right. Um, let me say, if I have my, if my husband cheats, which I, I, I think is gonna be, is, is not gonna be like that. Yeah. But if it is like that, I don't think that I will leave my husband for the cheater. I mean, the 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 the, the other lady. I won't, I won't, I won't do that. I will make sure that I will settle with my husband. Then I, I will leave my husband instead of leaving my husband for the other lady. I also know that you have a show in London. Is this your first show in London in the year? Let me let me say that. And uh, tell me about tell me about it and what we should expect today. It is on the 29th of this month. PC is having uh, my if at least I, I mean it's a fresh in London. That's my first show in London. So 29. Of this month, July. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. At uh, Dominion Center, PSA is having Wayemiye concert. At, in fact, we have put in concert, but it's not going to be a concert. It's going to be all the ministration. I mean, the people of God are going to experience the power of God. So 29th of this month, we are going to experience the power of God. 
Paramount has released the first trailer for Bob Marley, One Love, the biopic starring Kinsley Ben Adir set to highlight the life and legacy of a late reggae icon. The trailer also takes a deep dive into the singer's rise to fame and shows Marley performing in front of massive crowds, bumping shoulders at fancy parties and being on top of the world. But the tease also shows the price of fame as Mali and his crew become the target of some kind of attack that leaves him carrying physical and mental scars. You know you're a superstar. I'm a superstar. I wanna time it with you. Going on. You can't separate the music and the message. Cause every day we pay the price. And what is the message? Peace. Oh, life is worth much more than so. Bob, they try to kill you and your wife. And now you're choosing to return to Jamaica to play a peace concert? Don't you fear for your life? So we're gonna walk. Through the roads of creation. My life is not important to me. Are you satisfied? My life is for people. Do you really think this world will make it? Yes. Yeah. There's no other way. Exodus. That's the source of your strength. One destiny. And that's it for Showbiz. That's how we also wrap up the bulletin this afternoon. My name is Aisha Vime. Log on to myjournline.com. There's more of the news and updates of all the developing stories, including licensure exams, education ministry set up committee to investigate cause of mass failure. to enjoy the rest of our programs. Thanks for joining us on Focus on Africa. I'm Waihiga Mwaura. 
this is a covert operation on the hunt to catch a criminal. We've been here for nearly a week and this camp seems to grow every day. The nightmare of hyperinflation has haunted Zimbabwe for over 20 years now. Why is racism seemingly such a hard nut to crack for La Liga? I think they are the first to say that they, they, they have not done enough. Now to a new bill that could change the lives of African students in the United Kingdom, but not for the better. Well, joining me now in studio is Anita Nkonga, the BBC's youth reporter. I imagine there have been quite some reactions to that announcement by the UK government. Yes, a whole bunch of mixed reactions. For months, I've been investigating a form of blackmail that has become so prevalent in Nigeria that it's got its own name. Keto. How widespread would you say this blackmail phenomenon known as Keto is in Nigeria? Every week they get about 20 to 30 uh, reports of uh, cases of people saying that they uh, either were close to be blackmailed. The BBC's Umaru Fofana is in Freetown. Hardly would anybody have predicted that in our lifetime we'd see it lying down like this. Climate change is here and it's telling us it is here. We have to change our ways. It is going to teach us a lot of lessons. The Agbechi Living Water Expedition is a research expedition and also a swim to draw attention to the influx of textiles to Ghana, specifically secondhand clothing waste. What can the citizens themselves do to protect themselves? So look at how you can empower the health sector, education and agriculture and the water sector. It is not that Spain is a racist country, but that they acknowledge that there is a problem of education that must be dealt with. The BBC's Nyasha Michelle has been talking to the British actress and finding out more about the show. What would you say to those who are saying it's pushing a particular Afrocentrism narrative? Why, if there's a possibility that she might have been of biracial heritage, she can't be played by an actress of biracial heritage? From me and the rest of the Focus on Africa team, it's goodbye. who come in will end up dying. This is impactful journalism. The storytelling that stretches your imagination and shines a light on the underreported issues. Normally, if you talk, that is changeable. Let them see it. This is impactful journalism. It is fearless, independent journalism that reshapes thoughts and crushes stereotypes. But I have no more strength in me again. The person must be made to know that what you have done, yes, it would have deserved murder. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. Children are born with sin. And therefore, if you don't baptize them and they die as children, then they will go to hell. This is funny. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. This is Joy News Hotline Documentaries, compelling stories changing the status quo.
good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, inflation for the month of June hits 42.5% triggered by rise in food prices. Food inflation for the month of June 2023 stood at 54.2% relative to non-food inflation, 53.4%. This signifies about a more than 20 percentage point difference between food and non-food inflation for the month of June 2023. Ghana's interest rates overtake Egypt as high as among 15 top African countries. We will discuss. And how significantly will our fuel consumption needs be addressed as Sintu Oil Refinery gets ready to start commercial production of crude oil here in Ghana in August? That uh, quite a bit, well, if not all of our current uh, production, I think has been uh, forward traded. Uh, but I, I, it seems to me significant. My name is Daryl Powell. Thanks for joining us. Details coming up. Thanks for staying with us. First up, uh, government statistician Professor Samuel Kobnenim has challenged policymakers to take a critical look at factors contributing to the increase in food inflation. Food inflation has consistently seen an increase of 20 percentage points compared to uh, non-food inflation. Now, speaking to journalists, after announcing the inflation rate for June, uh, which increased marginally to 42.5% compared to 42.2% in May, Professor Inim said the prices of common staples such as vegetables continue to record an increase over the period. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. 